Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Nobody panic. Am I lying about that? No, I do welcome you in. How can you tell? You'll be able to tell at the end of this episode. <laughs> Hello, Tessa Coates. Hello. Hello, Stevie Martin, if that is indeed your real name. Is it? Is it? Uh, y- yes. She wouldn't have made that up. Yeah. She's a better one, like, jaunty pantscape. That's right. Today's episode is about how to spot if someone is lying. I think it is a request that we had a long, long time ago. Mm. And we thought, ooh, that's a good one. And then Stevie today was like, you know what? I'm really in. And I, Yes, and I did, I did some readings mm. and uh, found out some things. Oh, God. I'm yes, excited please. to share. But before we do, what's the most adult thing you've done of the week, Tessa? Um, mine is is I have been watching a show on Netflix called The Home Edit. Oh, why is it? Uh, Two women, two American ladies. They come to your house. They put things in rainbow order. Uh, Okay, yeah, I mean... You can imagine it. It's a real constant with you, isn't it? Yeah, I love it. But it's made me understand something that I won't reveal yet. I will share it for my... my, Don't think I'm not going to do an episode about how much I like the home edit. But I've got a very small basement in our block of flats. Oh, yeah. The basement is not much larger than a person. Uh, It's the size of a person. Right. (laughs) Everyone gets, like, a locker, basically, that you could sort of walk into. Okay, yeah. Very small. Right. And obviously, I've just thrown things in from Mm. floor to ceiling. You can't get anything unless it's immediately at the front. Yes, of course. As is the way. As is the way. I've decided to make a home edit style shelving unit in there. Really commit. Yeah, get it. Oh my God, it's going to be so... Oh, you can't even believe how nice it's going to be. But the adult thing is that I've actually, (laughs) rather than just like, I've been like, okay, I need shelving and then just buying some shelving. Or finding some wood on the street. Or finding some wood on the street, as is my want. Mm. I've just, I measured... First, oh my god, I've never uh, heard you ever say that right? word. <laughs> I drew up a draw a design idea, oh, 
Well, right. I've heard you say that. No, no, I've never, never, never like I've do, I've drawn designs, but I've never on napkins. Ri- yeah, I've drawn designs on napkins, sure, but I've never written a number beside them. This is true. You've combined a design idea with realism. Yeah, I, I've brought realism in because they do this. They they plan, they measure the space. So I'm just replicating what they're doing on the show. And so I'm actually measuring, thinking ahead rather than being surprised about the size of things. This is great. I know. I feel really excited, and I've planned everything out rather than just going in blind and working out when I get there. How does it feel to be doing that? It feels electric. Okay, great. When I realised how deep the space was and Mm. I was like, oh, I'll buy the shelf that's that. Then I actually went down and measured how big the shelf I had thought I would initially get would be. And Mm. it was like a a doll's shelf. I was like, wow. Imagine working out this now and not when it arrives. When it arrives, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got all the stuff ready to go in and you're like, oh, I'm just sat there with the shelf shelf being like, what the fuck was I thinking? And now... And then you have to make a basement for for the doll right and yeah exactly yeah. so I'm like it felt incredible I felt like a town planner wow so <laughs> that's where I'm at I have actually done it but I have done I think a big important step for me I think it's excellent yeah it's huge um, progress from me congr- I mean it's also just huge, huge progress in general so congrats on that thanks so much S- similar sort of DIY well, it's not really DIY at all H- house-based one. Oh yeah I mean, about, I think, maybe a year ago, my adult thing was that I'd taken control of the thermostat. Oh, wow. So I'd learned... <laughs> I remember that. I learned how to set the temperature. Okay. And schedule it. And I went to do my normal thing, which is to go, oh, we need to set the temperature so it comes on at certain times and goes off at certain times, and then just sort of walked away and hoped the shadow would do it mm-hmm. and then if he didn't i'd just keep saying things like oh it's a shame that the temperature's not working <laughs> until <laughs> he did it so then i was like no i'm gonna i'm gonna go in with this because in our old flat he just knew all the things and i didn't know any of the things I didn't even know like how to work the dishwasher or the where the hoover was or all of this stuff because he basically controlled all of it so i was like right now i'm gonna be the one who controls the temperature thank you so i got the little book out and like learn and programmed it all in. And then wow. recently got sunny. We were like, okay, let's change it. And then I was like, okay, so I changed it. And then basically it was coming on at all different times, all different heats. I, no one, I didn't know. And I just sort of left it for a bit being like, I'm sure it'd be fine. It'll, it'll work itself out. <laughs> Famously, thermostats like to just sort of change the temperature. They sort of anticipate what you want uh, without you having to input them in. Um, and then the other day I was like, no, I'm going to do it. And I figured out what the problem was. I troubleshooted the thermostat. Wow. That was my adult thing. I set it and now I've troubleshot it. Wow. And now the temperature... Uh, works great oh my god how do you feel i honestly nearly burst into tears when i'd done it i felt so strong Mm. i felt like this flight is mine yeah the the air i've controlled the temperature of the air in my abode that's unbelievable very powerful when you think when you really think about it that's unbelievable Mm, well done you stevie it's unbelievable actually now the question is stevie is that a true story (laughs) it would have been so cool if i could say no it wasn't and here's all the ways that you could tell but i didn't have the god that would have been cool didn't have the forethought but i could have done some of the things that people think is the common myth about lying do you know something extraordinary that enlightened my passion for this particular subject please one of the dreadful uh, small missing girls cases that have happened in our lifetime oh yes one of the many one of the many i discovered that they put the family members to do that public announcement looking asking for information mm. they actively put people that they suspect know more <gasps> than they know to do the public and please then, and if anyone knows anything come look forward look at it and go yeah. she touched her last earlobe recently in one of the terrible ones where it turned out to be you know the grandmother's boyfriend one of those dreadful ones yeah 
he did the public announcement. Uh, hundreds of police investigators, mm. retired ones, came out of retirement to be like, he knows where she is. And <gasps> he did. Isn't that... Oh. They're Electric. known as truth wizards. No, the they're field? not. Yes, are you You're a truth joking. wizard? No. Oh bloody hell! The truth wizards—they came down from their trees. Mm. A truth wizard is a person who can detect lies with eighty percent accuracy. In the original study of truth wizards, only fifty people out of twenty thousand people were natural lie detection aficionados. Wow. So there are many instances where people will feel that something isn't right about somebody, and the problem is is that that can very often be to do with inherent social biases. So if somebody looks like they are... if Well, if, there's, if, if, if a missing girl goes missing, <laughs> say, imagine, there'll be certain people around her that that immediately people will presume did it based on the fact... Well, it's also based on facts. So men are more likely to commit certain types of crimes sure, than sure, women sure. are, all of that sort of thing. But sometimes that can go above actual lie detection. And also as well, there are certain people that you meet that you go and someone tells you a story and you go like, I just felt that was false. And, mm-hmm. and what's difficult about lie detection is that, say, 50% of that will be because they may be exhibiting cues and ticks and things that on a subconscious level your brain is recognising as being false. Mm -hmm. And you might not be able to say, oh, it's because he did this or it's because he or she spoke like that. But you'll just naturally make a gut response reaction. And interestingly, the gut response reaction has validity because we are able to read the context of things much deeper than our conscious can kind of consciousness yeah. can kind of understand. However, it's not reliable because you bring into every single interaction you ever have. Like when I was twelve, I was friends with a prolific liar who looked and sounded a bit like that person. Sure. Or you misread often nerves could be mis- misread as lying. And a big thing as well is the way people emote in high stress situations, some people don't actually feel emotion. And so that when you are trying to talk about something that has happened a long time ago, that you actually are not emotionally connected to, or it's really complex. Like you actually are are telling the truth, but you also hate them. So you're not going to, for example, cry because they said something because you actually hate their guts, but they also did do that, for example. So then you look cold then the jury believe you're so then you have to try and force crying or force you know and that can be difficult so it can look like you're lying but actually and you are lying because you don't actually feel that but you're not lying about the fact so Mm. that's why lying is so difficult to detect so there are various ways that you can sort of get closer to detecting a lie the most and i'll just start with the most obvious one which is you have to think about the person that you are talking to and that you're trying to kind of detect the lie with. So if that person, and this is why we're not talking about being some sort of like FBI (laughs) interrogator because they don't know them, but like friends and people around you, you will probably be able to tell if someone is a bit of a liar anyway, because when you speak to them, do they tell anecdotes about how they bent the truth? Have you actually also seen them lie? Is this person reliably quite straightforward or are they not? And that's like the most kind of the first step. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to go through some lie myths. Okay. If people look to the left, they are lying. So that's a real common thing because there's something about the science about eye direction, which has some validity, but it's not reliable. So basically, yes, people may look to the left when they're telling you something, but that could literally be because a seagull just flew past the window. May I ask you a question? Yes. Um, how many windows do you have in your house? Five. Okay. Which way is that for you? 
Right. Okay. okay. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it was one of the ones I'd read about years ago that was mm-hmm. like, in, when you search for something in your memory, like right then you went visually into your head to, yeah, did, to yeah. look. Yes. And there was no reason for you to pretend. So your memory bank to the right yes. is where your eyes go and they did immediately okay very interesting so that was your immediate place they right. then went straight up okay straight across there oh, and I over there for a bit as well right and then round again but i do think when you were truly counting they were straight down there which okay. was very interesting oh my god that is interesting okay so lying myth is it a myth or possibly true so, so i would say i would say that the the memory search to the right, I would say, is is a thing. Is a thing. Yeah. But whether you can then discount anybody who looks... You did go round in a full clockwise circle. <laughs> <laughs> that means she doesn't know what she she's doing. She doesn't know what she's doing. So you couldn't like discount something. But your immediate one was straight to there. And when you went to look, you did go there again. So I can believe that that is a thing. But I don't think you can also, you know... Yes, and I think an issue is, is that people know that. So there's another thing, which is as well, if someone is trying to lie to you, there are certain things that people will do to kind of cover that because they know they don't want to appear like they're lying. Well, that bit in Ocean's Eleven when he's like, don't look down, they know you're lying. Don't look up, they know you don't know the truth. And, yeah. like, and then I was always like, where shall I look? Yeah, cross-eyed. Cross-eyed. <laughs> straight at straight them. Ahead. Straight at them. <laughs> Terrifying. And that's the other thing. The myth is that liars can't look you in the eyes. Because the whole thing is like, you look me in the eye and lie. And it's like, yes, that's the whole point. So people actually, perversely, may look too much in your eyes i think like like i would say both of us are guilty of lying about things but they've always been like i cannot come to this and yeah. i am sorry yeah. i would say like if i ever was on trial everyone would have to come out and be like the girl's an absolute fantasist you know she's yeah everyone would be like has she ever lied to me like absolutely she told me the story about you know like but mine aren't like you know so some people are like i went to school with a girl who said that she was like born on a whale you know like all of this sort of shit so like not that for like i'm I, sorry she was born on a whale yes yeah famously right. this girl said she was born on a whale okay and so like my stories are absolutely embellishments for a good yarn yeah and they are i couldn't attend this thing but i was just very sorry you know absolutely but you're in the red zone as am i what's so, the like, red zone if someone's trying to detect a lie they'll be like right well she's failed the first yeah stage. absolutely but i would say like they don't come from a bad place necessarily whereas oh, i say sure neither not. of us have ever been like um I've, uh, I've definitely i've definitely lied in a meaningful ha- way have you yeah well i've had like i've been in bad relationships where lying becomes part of the relationship where you are like and it's obviously not being mm. like I've killed someone I've said that I haven't or like yeah. but, but like but lying the thing is is that lying often always comes from a good place yeah like you don't want to hurt the person that's but that's essentially or, well, essentially or you don't want is, really. to look bad yeah. so it's those two things and the one that's the less palatable one is not wanting to look bad but I've definitely like broken something and pretended I haven't oh right yeah yeah a hundred percent I think when I'm being like I think we're all right I've basically been like we've never killed anyone and yeah we haven't but I've absolutely broken things and said it wasn't me yeah or I've told some yeah. t- told someone I felt a certain way about them and I haven't you know th- 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 I think lying is some, something that you go like oh I'm not a liar and then actually like as human beings it's if you didn't lie you would be quite difficult to be around right socially. yeah yeah yeah. sometimes yeah but it's about keeping tabs on it and trying to be honest as much as you can i think there are only very few points in life where you are being like you need to tell me the truth about this and did you, you or that. did you not do this and it could be like are you cheating on me it could be like 
did you tell that person the thing I told you not to tell them? Yes, there I we, did. Well, there we go, yeah. So, and, and then if it's something that you perceive to be not that important, then it's like, that's the response. Like, oh, yeah, there's yes. some gossiping. But then if it's something that's really going to hurt and, and you knew you really shouldn't have said something, but you couldn't help it like I think that I've done that where like I've got drunk or got, and I've sort of like told someone something I've been like yeah did you hear this like it's really bad and and then someone's like you didn't tell that person did you and I've been like no and they've been like well you did because you're the only person I've been Rebecca Vardy Colleen Roneed and <laughs> it then, was you yeah it was me it was Rebecca Vardy's account it was Stevie Martin's account <laughs> Um, and it, but then again the reason I did it was because I thought I was doing a good thing I thought that when that person knew they would be able to change their behaviour and it, and I sort right. of thought too well of them and, and actually turns out that they were a dickhead and so like you know there was a reason beyond what the person had told me not to tell them there was a reason behind that that I'd gone like thing is as I seem better and I think if they both just got along and everyone knew everything they'd be friends again and then I found out another piece of information was like yeah no I can see now I absolutely should not have told that person so like yes they come from good places mm. but that's I think what people tell themselves who lie <laughs> yeah 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 I, I guess it's that thing of being like everyone's like oh I'm not a liar but you're like yeah you lie constantly you, every day you saw like, the, the party was fun it wasn't I had a lovely time at the party thank you that was delicious I had a lovely time at your restaurant uh, yes, your hair is nice. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm really getting it. Yeah. <laughs> really getting it in that case. Yeah. Like I suppose everybody does that all day, every day that they consider not to be lies and they would consider a lie to be like, I do know where this thing, this body is and I'm actively not saying anything. Yes. And I think we've got about- sort of Midsummer Murder Complex. Yeah, massively. Like I went through a very short period of time of being like, if I, whenever I saw anybody who was doing a show or something, I'd be like, I saw your show and it was great. And sometimes I hadn't, but I just wanted to make them feel good. And it was like, don't say you've seen someone's show. Or like, if someone says like, oh, there's like a film on, I'd be like, oh yeah, no, I heard of that. And I haven't. But like, just don't say anything. You don't. You don't have to have heard of everything, or like, be like making everyone feel good and complimented all the time. If you don't like someone's shoes, you don't have to go. They're the best shoes I've ever seen. Where did you buy them? And then go and buy them. You could just go. Just not mention their terrible shoes that you don't like. Yeah. You know? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. So there's like lots of different types of, in quotation marks, liars. But the, the broad things seem to be lying to make everyone feel better then there's the more dark and sinister lying because you enjoy manipulating oh, people. Gosh. And like, oh gosh. Yeah, and that's <laughs> difficult. And then there's um, lying to get yourself out of trouble. And then there's white lies. And of course, the other thing is that just to go back to the, the, the myths and stuff, one of the myths is that like emails and WhatsApping and stuff is where people are most likely to lie. Yes, in a social setting, but not in like more serious like workplace because in a workplace there's a paper trail with emails. So it it's actually on the phone where you'll get more dodgy lying happening in a work setting because nobody can prove anyone said anything. So that's always worth keeping mm-hmm. an eye on as well. So those those are like the four main kind of myths that come up. Mm-hmm. And then the seven steps to telling whether someone is lying. Please. The number one is what we've mentioned about identify prolific liars in your life. Sure. Can they, have they caused harm to others in the past by lying constantly, regardless of where it's coming from? Step two, which is my favourite, find the nose. Okay. <laughs> the story of Pinocchio with his nose getting big, obviously that's ridiculous, but there is a bit of truth behind it. So according to this a neurological director, his name's Alan Hirsch. Hi, Alan. When a person lies... And we're talking big lies here. We're talking like on the spot lies, not like I liked your birthday party. (laughs) This is a great way of putting it. Blood flow increases to the erectile tissues in the body, which includes the tissues in the nose. So oddly, people's noses can genuinely become itchy when they're lying. Wow. Which is why uh, Pinocchio's lying cues in his nose. It's not really a coincidence. And there's a very great, not great, video of Bill Clinton. (laughs) They found that in his grand jury testimony with the Monica Lewinsky thing, neurologists found that when the former president was truthful, he literally never touched his nose. However, when he lied, he gave a split-second frown and touched his nose once every four minutes during the lie. Wow. And also, Clinton ended up touching his nose to love 26 times during his testimony. Um, mismatched hand gestures is the other thing so often that's when people will gesture with their hands but they'll for example be looking in like the opposite direction so they use the Bill Clinton example again he looks to his left but points in front of him when wrongly accused people will look often directly at their accuser and if pointing will point in the same direction not in, in a different way and that's because they feel full conviction in what they're saying whereas if you feel any lack of conviction then you may not know what to do with your hands on a subconscious level because you're overthinking it and you've lost conviction in what you're saying. So there may be things like unfinished sentences as well, unfinished thought trains, going to make a gesture and then kind of like backing out of it. But they may be holding eye contact with you the entire time because they've picked one and that's the one that they're running with, but they can't control mm-hmm. all other tells, if that makes sense. And often the first tell that people know about is the eye contact thing. So that's why people will actually probably go for that one over what they're doing with their hands. I suppose it comes down to like casual lying and active lying. Yeah, and intense lying. Lying with intent. Oh, like yeah. an actively like, I know I have done a crime mm. and now I will pretend I have not done a crime. Yes. And that becomes like a performance of, I'm very conscious of my hand gestures. I'm conscious of all my words because mm. the entire thing is fabricated. It's not a memory. Whereas more casual lying of just like, I had a lovely time. So you're not as aware of yourself 
there's less to hide. Yeah, you're you not know? in a spotlight. If you're lying and it's one of those intent lies, you feel like the spotlight is literally being shined on you. And you're like, everything I'm doing is going to give me away. And I'm aware of everything. Yeah. And so I think it's just about like, it returns to like how to spot them. The first half second after you've asked somebody a question is probably where all the answer is. Yeah. Their uncontrollable response before they like put their mask up. And if your gut feels weird in that half second, even if you're like, I couldn't really put my finger on what it was they'd done specifically. It's like, yeah, probably trust your gut. It's this like your body, yeah. your body, your your big erect itchy nose got hot and red. Well, all of those little tells and things are like a percentage of it. But the big percentage of it is if there's something wrong, and we're talking a big thing, you will get a sense of it. Obviously, yeah, absolutely. We're, not, we're not talking about if you're a if you're a judge. We're talking about like yeah, partners, it's like, friends, and also it's like it's, family members. You know, we could say all oh, the list till the cows come home of like the things to look out for. But ultimately, it's like you know this person, and is their behaviour in this moment not on brand? Yeah, you know, years ago, my housemate uh, came home absolutely wild. Like came in, shouted like, "Hello, I'm home. I've had a good day." <laughs> This. and then like marched around and was like how are you and then eventually I was like what what's happened what's happened and then she was like I fell off my bike but I didn't want anyone to know so I thought I would style it out by pretending I would have had a really good day <laughs> I was like yeah, psychotic behavior from yeah. you um and so like just like listen to that bit that's like what's this what's yes. this and what's going on what are they trying to hide but that's difficult because sometimes lies can be really hurtful especially in relationships and things like that's the big lying thing, isn't it? That people want to know about, is he cheating? Is she cheating? Are they cheating? But the, it's because um, you don't want to see it. And so your brain will protect yes, you yes, yes. very well, even to the extent where when it all comes out, someone goes like, oh, I, I think I did know on a certain, I, I didn't know, I just didn't, you know. So they were actually living in this state of knowing and pretending they didn't know whilst fully functioning and sort of thinking it was fine. Mm. And it's when you say it like that, it's crazy. But they, I've been in a relationship where that happened. And it was just like, I completely knew. When I look back, I 100% knew that he was cheating on me. But in that moment or in that time, if you'd have asked, I'd be like, no. Like, as I also 100% didn't. Because like, my brain had like sort of was protecting me and was showing me all of the things that, oh, well, you're being silly. There's no hard evidence. It's like, well, there's enough in there. You know, there's enough circumstantial mm, some soft, soft evidence. Some soft evidence, sort of so- a soft launch of evidence from, from him. Yeah, I think that's also the one of the biggest kind of stumbling blocks which we obviously mentioned right at the end but one of the biggest sort of stumbling blocks to detecting if someone you love is lying to you because you're often you really are blinded by what you want the outcome to be mm. and that's why there's a lot of like you know oh well if he touches his ear or t- or they, they, she touches his nose she, if, she, if she touches his nose then they're lying but yes you want those very definite signs but actually often you will already know the probability of the answer and you can like that's like where your basis comes from because somebody who has never once exhibited any trait or lying or anything or cheating or anything is one thing but if somebody is a proven has a proven track record of not being truthful then you obviously have to take them from a completely different baseline which is much higher up the scale which Mm. is more likely to be like okay fine they're not touching the nose but they have cheated on every person they've ever been with for example Mm. um so there's that as well which i think yeah it's very difficult to kind of overall say this is literally exactly how to say when someone is lying but yes trust your gut a little bit more than i think we feel we should because we don't want to be paranoid jealous crazy people and when people turn and point and get angry back, that says so much more about 
actually what's going on. You know, if, if you ask somebody, are they lying? And they're immediately defensive, furious. Their response is kind of out of proportion with what you said. Or they immediately, you immediately feel like you walk away being like, oh, I'm a terrible person for even having asked. Then there's a reason that they've made you feel like that. You know, it's like the gaslighting thing. Mm. Mm. Or big nose. Also their massive fat nose. Gosh, what a lot to chew on and dwell on. Mm-hmm. Many I, I was just thinking, I think a good one, and I know we're coming to the end here, but like if you uh, do believe someone is lying to you about something, try uh, accusing them of something you know for sure they haven't done. Like if you know they've eaten a yogurt or something and then be like, did you eat this? Or they, you know, they definitely haven't eaten the yogurt. Yeah. You say, did you eat the yogurt? And they're like, no, it wasn't me. But if yeah. they're like... Why would you say I at the, you know, and then you're like, okay, that is there. That is how they behave when threatened in any way about anything and things they haven't done. Yes. You know, or, but I would say like most people being accused of something they definitely haven't done would be like, no, why do you think I've done that? You yeah, know? quite like inc- incredulity rather than yeah. being angry. Being I think angry. It's such a sign, isn't it? Especially within relationships. I th- and also if I was accused of that by a partner that I, I hadn't done, I think I would be like, Oh no! And why do you think that? Like, yeah. it would be a. Sadness. What have I done to make what, you yeah, feel like that? I'm like, that. oh, I'm really sorry that you. What's? Oh no! What's happened? What's happened? Yeah. yeah. As opposed to like, how dare you? Yes. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah. You know, throw them from the balcony. Yeah. And be like, I did it. I did absolutely. Did. I, you know, I yes. wouldn't immediately jump to fury. Yeah. But who's to say? That's the basic. That's the episode. Who's, who's to, say? to say? Who's we to don't say, really guys. know. But I, a bit of fun to hear about itchy ears. It's ultimately. As with so many things, trust your gut. And I will end with a lie I once told. Oh, yes. In my first year at university, in my first week, in fact, uh, Ben Starr, friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Friend of ours. Podcast listener. His extremely cool uh, older girlfriend who did not go to the university uh, came to, I was in a play with him. I was a fresher. I felt very like, oh, here I go. Mm. She was talking to me after the play at the aftercast party Mm. and she had a badge on from an Edinburgh play Mm. and I was like, oh my God, I loved that play. And she was like, I wrote it. I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I I haven't seen that play. (laughs) Luckily, I just kept saying how good it was. Then she was like, were you in Edinburgh? And I said, yes, I was doing a play. Toad, no, what a lie. <laughs> I just had visited for the weekend. Certainly Terrifying wanted, lie. Just wanted to be cool in front yeah, of, of the course. cool girl. She was like, what, oh, what play was it? I was like, of course, in my head, I was like, you idiot. Like, of course she's going to say what play. Yeah. So, but I did know that my friend, my very cool friend was up doing a play of The Master and the Margarita. So I say, oh, um, you wouldn't have seen it. It was The Master and the Margarita. She was like, oh my God, I loved it. So not only, and I had not seen the or, play. And you were not in it. I wasn't in the play, but also I hadn't seen the play. If so I, I haven't got any concept of like, I haven't read the book. I don't know what happens. Is it just a master? I mean, I know it's got oh. a cat on the poster, but like, I still haven't seen it to this day. What's the margarita? Is it a pizza? Like, I don't know how many characters there are in it. Right. I, she was like, oh my God, I loved that. Looking me in the eye, I yeah. was like, oh no. Then she was like, who were you? And I'm like, great question like who was I and then she holds me by the shoulder and she goes oh oh my god you were the witch (laughs) and I say yes I was the witch to this day I don't know if there is a witch in the master and the margarita (laughs) and I just that was a turning point in my life because up until that point I had just been like oh I've been I've done I wouldn't ever say I've been to Japan, but I, had I been some... Like a, <laughs> this is funny, it's like, that. I know you're saying that as an example, but it's like, I would, the only thing I would never lie about is being, being to Japan. Simply Everything never lie about Japan. Everything else is up for game. Up, <laughs> up for, it's fair game. 
<laughs> but the only thing off the table, Stevie, we both know it's Japan. You would never, you would never lie about Japan. As in, I wouldn't say I'd been to Japan, but had I been to, you know, Asia in general. <laughs> I was just thinking like because I've got no concept but had I been like yeah. I've been to the Edinburgh Festival for a weekend yes. I've embellished that I'm in a play for the whole month I've got a kernel of truth the truth has got out of control I mean yeah fully yeah. fully yeah. but that, so that had been most of my life up until this moment mm. oh my god you were the witch and that was truly the end of that yes. I was like right that's I've, it I've got to stop what's saying it, I've been in plays why are you been? saying these things what's it for and also you have led an interesting life like you don't need to make stuff up yes you idiot yes and so that was truly a, like an end point for me that's very good well look we've all delved a lot into our lives <laughs> into our backstories into our lives our, our lives, lives our fantasies um, our embellishments I like, I like the idea that everyone listening is like oh I mean, they are, they are just two liars. Like, that's not normal. <laughs> We're like, everyone does it. Everyone I, says they've been in plays. And everyone no, just no, no, lies. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have still got primary school, me being like, that girl is yeah. born on a whale. I said I was in The Master and the Margarita. It's I told people I was a ghost when I was six. Thank you for joining the podcast. See you next week. What? <laughs> when I was six, I told everyone I was a ghost. But in what sense? They, I got my... Oh, my God. I, so sorry. I told people my name was Aurora. <laughs> From the from Sleeping Beauty, her name, and I said it means the dawn, which is they called her Aurora. It means the dawn. dawn. I would say that, right? So sorry, you told people you were a ghost. Yeah, because I uh, made a mistake. Uh, told everyone what my date of birth was, and I said eighteen eighty eight instead of nineteen eighty eight. Right, and then everyone was like, "Well, that means you'd be like an old woman. You'd be like a hundred. So I burst into tears, went home because I thought my parents had lied to me, and I was actually an old woman. Right, and then when I came back to school, I realised, <laughs> oh, actually, I think I'm a ghost. So then I thought, and then I thought, oh, okay, I think that's probably, and I think, and I. And I had to be, um, I had to have a, a conversation with my parents where they were like, "You need to stop telling people you're a ghost because the teacher has noticed." And uh, and also, I told them that I could only go through certain types of wood. That's why I couldn't pass through walls. Oh wow, wow, wow! <laughs> yeah, so that was a. Yeah. And that okay. Firstly, how old are you? Like sixteen? No, 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 no. <laughs> I think I was like uh, oldest eight. Eight does feel old. Yeah, eight's very yeah. old. Oh, but, oh yeah, but oh yeah, too what old. You've tapped into there. I can only go through certain types of wood yeah. is when questioned on like why the ghost can't do things. Absolutely. Once you can make that jump to like, ah, uh, I've I've made yeah. the rules within the lie. Yeah. Then you're, you're, in a, you're lost. Like, you're lost. You're in on fact, a dangerous I said, path. I, said, I remember no the only type of wood I knew was because we'd done it in um, in school where they'd like thrown it up in the air and been like how light it was. So I said, I can only, I can only pass through balsa. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that specifically because it was the only type of wood I knew. Okay, right. Oh my god! Um, look, if you've got any more uh, episodes, I read all the emails. I don't, and um, I do, um, but I just don't reply. I'm very um, to lots of them, and I'm very, very sorry. But I do. Read we them will and deal I love with them. them very poorly. Eighteen months later. Yeah. Okay. That's what we can offer you That's here at this you. podcast. Nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you've got your classic Twitter at nobodypanicpod. You've got your classic Instagram for me at Stevie M. The S is a five. You can message me with the suggestions. At uh, We Pray Love. What's Tessa? Come and get involved. There she is. She's Tessa Coates on Twitter. Have a great week. Don't lie. Don't lie, guys. Don't lie where you can help it. Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, being like, oh, I didn't enjoy your birthday party. I thought it was rubbish. That's not nice. You know? Yeah. But like, don't, if you can help it, don't. Honesty, always the best policy. It All is. the best things come from a place of truth. Yeah. Um, and even you think you're making something better. I think let's just get all the facts out there. Get all the facts out there. Yeah. How many of those goddamn Midsummer Murder episodes would have been resolved if someone just hadn't lied up? It's always about like there was a deep family secret and we all thought it was best not to reveal it. There we just go. Say it. Reveal your, okay, that's, that, that's the take home. Goodbye, everyone. Re- reveal <laughs> your big family secret. <laughs> Hope that's helpful. See you next week. Goodbye.
Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.